Now I know what it means to be free. For the spirit never I stared out of the window of my 11th floor penthouse and decided that I was tired. See, we called it the penthouse because we had dope views of the entire city. It was on the 11th floor of a 12th story building, but really, my roommate slash frat brother and I were just barely scraping by in our two-bedroom apartment. My quarter-life crisis was in full effect. I was in the middle of one of the worst periods of my life. Jobless? Check. Out of school? Check. Broken up with my on-again, off-again girlfriend? Check. And taking the biggest L of my life to date. And not sure if I would have to end up moving halfway across the country to live with my mom. So I really just wasn't in a good place. Nothing in my life was going according to plan. I watched the sun slowly peek over the horizon, casting iridescent rays of light over the DIA. That's the Detroit Institute of Arts for those who don't know. I had the smaller room in the two-bedroom apartment because I was broke as fuck. I was the broker person out of the two broke people. My roommate slash line brother had the master bedroom. And because amongst many of his gifts, he had an amazing gift of gab. He started his own company. And like Jigaman said, he could sell water to a well. Even with his ability to sell, that didn't stop us from going $4,000 in debt and nearly being evicted numerous times. Did I mention that we were broke as fuck? When I think back on this period of my life, I find a small solace in the fact that of all the things that I felt during that time, I never felt hate. Many of my friends were and had graduated. They were finding success in corporate America or in the beginning stages of their career. They were going on to secondary degrees. They were starting families. And while my life wallowed in misery, never was there a time that I didn't feel genuinely happy for the successes and wins of my friends. Even in the midst of my orchestra of losses and fuckery, I knew somewhere inside of me that their journeys and their wins didn't mean that I would take L's forever. As my mother always told me growing up, we each have our own path that we have to walk. On that morning of August 23, 2010, as I watched the sun rise over Detroit, I felt something hit me to my core. I had been in a two-year funk. It had started with difficulties in school, with my family, with employment, with my relationship drama, and it had led me to a really dark place. People's pity wouldn't change my reality, and feeling sorry for myself was a guarantee that I would stay in my depression. Maybe it had been the church service that I had attended a few days prior, where the choir had sung a song that I felt was directed right at me. The title was, We All Have a Mountain to Overcome. Maybe it had been my ex telling me, that I wasn't the same man that she had fallen in love with. But I woke up on that morning and came to a firm realization. It was simple. The realization was that no one cares. I remember thinking, Courtney, get your shit together. You control your own destiny. I had always been good at school, good at sports. I'd been pretty much good at anything I put my mind to. But I had hit a point in my life where nothing was going the way I thought that it should be. Nothing was going the way that I had planned. At 18, I thought that I'd be done with law school, working at a great firm, on my way to starting a family by the time I hit 25. The reality is that on my 25th birthday, I was baking chicken patties in my oven, making ramen noodles because I was trying not to starve to death. 
In the midst of my realization, I understood that life doesn't always go as you plan. But if you accept the cards that you're dealt, it can go in the direction that you make it. I had taken a lot of L's, life-changing L's, from 23 to 25, and every single one of them was necessary. Well, maybe not all of them because I was being stupid hard-headed, and some of them probably could have been avoided, but most of them. So here's the thing. We live in a time that people like to only promo their wins. Now more than ever. But if you look at the people we love, the stories that touch us, the journeys that make us feel something, they're all full of L's. Big L's. Embarrassing L's. L's that most of us would not want to share publicly. You're supposed to lose. No matter how smart, how cool, how rich, how attractive, you're supposed to experience losses. And then you're supposed to realize that no one gives a fuck, not a single fuck, not even a charity fuck. It's on you to learn from the loss. It's on you to get up, brush yourself off and figure out what's next. There's no shame in taking an L because we all take them. No matter what anyone tells you, we all take them. The only shame is if you don't learn anything after the fact thank you guys for listening to episode 11 of the unfortunately honest podcast listen take a minute please comment subscribe let me know what you think let me know if you hate it love it i appreciate all the feedback all the love all the hate thank you again and i'll see you next week